You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Taking you up to 6.30 on the fan. We're Grant and Danny. Thanks much for making the show part of your Thursday Each and every week, we blitz the NFC East. And why stop in the playoffs with the other three teams in the division still playing? Let's take a dive into those operations. Let's get it popping right now. Remember when the Commanders and the Giants were on equal footing just a few short weeks ago? Remember that? Oh, how things have changed. New York is a game away from the NFC title game after the masterpiece from Daniel Jones. Chris Bisignato, the Giants insider, joins us right now. He's on social at Giants. Insider. Chris, what a performance against Minnesota. How much of that was great Giants offense, great Daniel Jones versus terrible Vikings defense? <laughs> well, first of all, I always love coming on this radio station because you guys have the best intro music. I have to give it to you guys. Hey, um, boom. How about it? Darius, tip of the cap, bro. You got it. Yeah, yeah. No, I love love the music. Um, look, it was it was a combination. Look, Daniel played great. He really did. Um, but the Vikings also are not a good defense. So it, that helped also. When You know, when you have guys like Isaiah Hodgins and Darius Slay running crosses that are wide open. Uh, that always hurts. That always helps. But Daniel did make some big-time throws, too, to his credit. Used his legs. Really read the defense well. His receivers found a lot of openings in space when they went zone. Uh, and Daniel connected with them. So that was a great job again. The first playoff game ever, as we all know, and he really came through with flying colors. Chris, this Eagles defense is great at getting after the passer, right? The 70 sacks this year is just yeah. a jaw-dropping total. I mean, what's the plan here on offense for the Giants entering this one? <clears throat> well, it's going to have to be Saquon Barkley running the ball. Daniel getting rid of the ball quick, set up some screens, um, because uh, if you you got to get the run game going to slow down these guys get your play action going and all that because if the Giants can't run the ball, it's going to be a long night. Like you said, that's that's jaw-dropping. 70 sacks, four guys in double dig- with double-digit sacks. Uh, it just, it's just incredible what they have up front. And now they're getting you know Robert Quinn back. He'll give them a few snaps for himself. We all know what he could do. Um, so, look, if it's a third long de- type day, um, this is not going to be uh, – very good result for the Giants. Uh, that's going to be some of the keys right there. Dexter Lawrence was an all-pro this year. He's fantastic at D-tackle. It's funny because their their captain who was a, a pro bowler a couple years ago, you know, Leonard Williams is like a forgotten man. He's just next to him like the Robin to his Batman. <laughs> and he was the top 10 pick. A, how good is Lawrence? How good was his season? Because he's just now starting to get a lot of these accolades. But then B, I, I think he can be very successful against Philly and Hurts, interior pressure, has bothered him this year. I don't know that he's going to get the ball out as fast and as accurately as Cousins did in some of those situations. I mean, what do you think about that? Yeah, well, that's going to be one of the key matchups. You know, how could Dex do against the all-pro Jason Kelsey? You know, if he wins that matchup, that's uh, that's going to be great for the Giants. 
Uh, and Leonard Williams is a guy, you know, like you said, Leonard's not getting a whole lot of attention because, you know, Dexter wound up being second team all pro. But Leo Williams is really good, man. You know, he does so much on the field. Uh, takes up two two blockers at times and all that, freeing up things for other guys. Um, you know, that's an interior that's an interior battle the Giants hope to win. But you know, Landon Dickerson has been pretty good. You know, Kelsey. I mean, he just he just amazes me, Jason, uh, Kelsey. He really does. How he's still the best center in football. The guy's about thirteen years in the league. Uh, incredible. So. Um, if Dex can win that matchup and force that pocket uh, from the inside, that would be big for the Giants. Chris, how are Giants fans at, at large sort of viewing this now? I mean, to me, this is the ultimate house money scenario, but I've got New York friends who don't view anything that way. You know, like there's an entitlement that every Super Bowl should involve them. How are folks sort of viewing it? Yeah, I tell you what. Um, that house money stuff or the attitude of, okay, you know what? Nobody expected us to be here. We're playing the number one seed. Let's just have some fun. If we look, no, nah, I tell you, man, the attitude here is that the Giants could go in there and win this game. This is a very confident group, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm in the locker room and you could just sense it the way guys are talking that there is no reason why they can't go in there and get this win. You know, they're peaking at the right time. Daniel's playing his, the best football of his career. Brian Dable has everybody believing. Um, everybody believing that there's no reason why they can't win this game. The players absolutely love the game plans that come out every Wednesday where they install them in practice. And this week it was Tuesday because they're playing Saturday. Um, and they feel the coaching staff gives them an edge over anybody. And this is a confident group. I think the fan base, it isn't like, okay, we're going to get smoked uh, like we did back in November. No, they, this is a, it's a very confident-feeling team and a pretty confident-feeling fan base. I'm proud of what the Giants have been able to accomplish, but really I'm just jealous and angry, to be completely All at the same time, yeah. Because it, it could have been Washington. I mean, they were right there going into that night game. It was one or the other, and, and you were going to get Minnesota. But and it, it was the other. Here the, here the Giants are. <laughs> Chris, thank you, buddy. Enjoy the game. Thank you, guys. Enjoy. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, being well. on. All right, before we get to their opponents this weekend, the Eagles, let's make a pit stop in Dallas. Kevin Aglin, Middays, 105.3 The Fan, our sister station out in Texas. Cowboys are going to have their hands full. A 49ers team that does not lose. Brock Purdy looks like the real deal. Kyle Shanahan, Scheme, and Purdy offensively have led that group to new heights since the Garoppolo injury, and it's the number one defense in the league. But, man, did Dallas look good against Tampa Bay. Kevin, what have you guys been saying about Dak Prescott's outing? That had to be the best game of his career. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on, especially you, Commander Danny. Damn Thank it. you very much. Um, and so I, I think you're on to something. Because, so you guys saw the worst of it with the game against the Commanders, and then you saw the best of it. I don't think there is any team in the playoffs that can swing as much as the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys absolutely have the capability of being the worst team left in the playoffs and the best team left in the playoffs. Where are they going to be this weekend? I, I have, I mean, Kevin, I have no idea anymore. I thought they would get lose by three touchdowns after what I saw against Washington, as you mentioned, and they dominated Tampa. Who posts this weekend? Yeah, and that's a great question, and that's what we've been kind of trying to break down all week. I think you're going to see closer to the Tampa version than the Washington version by a good margin, which is good because if you get anything like the Washington margin uh, uh, game, you're going to get freaking wiped out in this game. But 
I think there are some schematic things with the 49ers defense that will probably match up well with the Cowboys offense. And I think they've got a live shot. I am picking the 49ers, but I think this should be a heck of a game. All right, so write that script then. Dallas wins. How did they do it? I think there's a couple of things, and it all starts with how the offensive line looks. Now, you can make the argument that because of the way that the defensive backfield, and even to a certain extent the middle of the defense is constructed, that Dalton Schultz should be able to eat for a good chunk of the day. But I think the key is the 49ers are more vulnerable at cornerback than they are across the rest of the defense. And so the key question is going to be, you know, Tyler Smith against Nick Bosa or whichever ones you want to focus on, will the offensive line for the Cowboys be able to give Dak even a medium amount of time? Because they neutralized Nick Bosa pretty well last year. And if they can do the same thing, that will definitely open it up for the Cowboys offense. They have to do that or else they're going to be smoked. So what I don't know, Kevin, is what it looks like if San Francisco happens to be playing from behind by like a couple scores. And they got to right. drop back and throw every time. I'd be fascinated to see Dallas's pass rush against San Francisco and, and young Brock Purdy having to play that way. Is that something you guys have talked about? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that comes up a lot, not only because of Brock Purdy factor, which you're right, that is a huge deal, but also this is the best defense that Brock Purdy has faced. And this is the best pass defense, according to DVOA, that Brock Purdy has faced by quite a bit. So I think you, I think that's a great question, and that's why the Cowboys – I mean, if you look at their last couple of divisional games, whether it was against the Rams, the Vikings even before that, or it was just the wild card round last year against San Francisco, is they find themselves in these disadvantageous situations, and that's not going to play on Sunday. If it goes down like that, then it could get bad. But if they stay competitive, then you like the Cowboys' opportunity to mold the game into what they want it to be. Tampa didn't run the ball. They they haven't all year. They're the worst in the league at it. But also they fell behind and then couldn't. And they were yeah. interested in doing it anyway. How do you feel about the Cowboys stopping the run against San Francisco? They obviously had some problems here in Washington doing that. Yeah, no, they definitely did. But you did get two reinforcements in the meantime, which you can look at the quality drop. Like when you were going through your – Minnesota's, your Colts, your, you know, you were seeing Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor's, Derrick Henry. You were seeing some of the best backs in the league or the potential for some of the best backs in the league. And the Cowboys were holding up pretty well. And the return of Jonathan Hankins and Leighton Vanderesh are huge for that because since y'all talked about the pass rush, the Cowboys are sometimes over aggressive on the pass rush, which leaves them vulnerable to draws or to just basic running plays in general. But having Hankins back who clogs it up in the middle and LVE who is a tackling machine, that makes a huge difference for them. I'm not saying the 49ers aren't going to get theirs because they usually do, but I think that the Cowboys have a shot at mitigating that. Kevin, quick one. Is the Pollard-Elliott dynamic awkward at all? I don't think so. Last year, 100%. But Zeke even said something about it. He was like, look, it was hard, and I had to put my ego aside, which that's like a realistic answer. He wasn't just like, I oh, know I'm great. I'll give the kid a chance. He was like, it was difficult for me to take a step back. This year, I think it's a lot more harmonious than it was last year. Is Pollard going to walk this offseason? <laughs> I think there is a decent shot he gets franchise tagged, actually. I know that there's some oh discussion God. about, yeah. So I, they would I, have that, Elliott's contract and they would tag him? Here we go. So 
if that happens, I would not rule out moving on from Ezekiel Elliott. I know the, the money is very, very doable in terms of the dead cap and the savings that you could have if you move off of Zeke this offseason. I know there's thoughts about Terrence Steele, the right tackle, if he might get tagged, but I think Pollard, there's a shot he gets tagged because I think they're seeing how much offense he brings to the table, and I think this is going to be the Tony Pollard C.D. Lamb, and Dalton Schultz game if the Cowboys are to win it. You know what I would love is you guys should keep the Zeke contract. You should tag Pollard and then sign Josh Jacobs. You could do, like, all well, of those things. In, well, I'm not really that far off. I know you're joking, but <laughs> in my magical world, we keep Tony Pollard and draft Bijan Robinson out of Texas, so yeah, I'm all too. about... Yeah, do that. Yeah. Pick him up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look... If, if there's any place that a malcontent who's upset consistently about his contract needs to go, it's to Dallas. That's just common sense. We collect those people. <laughs> It'll fix itself. All right, Kevin, thanks as always, and please go ahead and take your troll shot at me. Absolutely. Go Cowboys. There he goes. That's Kevin Hagelin, Middays 105.3, The Fan. Let's talk about the Eagles. Bring out Chris Franklin, Eagles beat for NJ.com, at C. Franklin News on the Twitterverse. Chris, this is on paper a good matchup for Philadelphia. But something about this Giants team, this terrify me. How are folks feeling? I don't hear Chris. Too good of a question. That's what happens sometimes. So profound. Just like making it about me. I'm like, they terrify me. What do you think? And then he left. He's like, I'm not talking to that idiot. Maybe after the way that the last interview ended, he decided he would troll you too. Yeah, that's right. I'm not answering that guy's questions. Uh, we'll get Chris Franklin of the Eagles beat Not NJ.com Danny. back on the show. Maybe he's just busy recapping all of the winning that's been happening. There's so many wins to write about. I'm so tired. Uh, I believe we've got Chris on the line, so we'll get to him right now. We are blitzing the East on Grant and Danny, the latest on every team in the division. So, Chris, you could just pick up where uh, Danny left off there. Sure, I think my phone was a little scared of the Giants. I don't know what's going on with that, <laughs> but when it came to that, I think it's a little cautious optimism right now when you look at it. Uh, this The the players feel like this. They're feeling pretty confident about this. They know they've seen the Giants a couple of times. They know the moves they've done four times. They know what to expect from them. And it's just a matter of uh, making sure they don't limit their mistakes against this Giants team and moving on to the NFC Championship game. To that point, I don't want to overstate this, right? Because the Eagles in the first half of the game against the Giants backups, albeit, were up like 18 to nothing a few weeks ago, end of the season. Having said that, though, I was mentioning this to Danny earlier. The reason I'm having a hard time feeling real confident in Philly Jalen Hurts has played basically a game in like a month, and it wasn't a particularly great game. I just feel like there might be even rust if not him not being 100%. I mean, how much is there a feeling of nerves about Hurts with Eagles fans? I think right now, I think the fans are a little bit happier now when you look at the uh, injury report. The fact that he's a full, he's been a full participant, he's not even showing as a designation at all. Yeah, the fact that he's not even showing up on there at all, period. I think that they're feeling a little bit more confident in that one. I think they're a little, little bit more worried about the pain management of right tackle Wayne Johnson if he's going to be able to hold up throughout the game. And Because if you have uh, Kayvon Thibodeau going against uh, Johnson, who, if he's less than like 70%, he's not able to block him from that. I think that affects the way you know, that affects Hurts' decision for moving forward when it comes to pass, the passing game. Chris, this Eagles pass rush is just absurd. Again, I I keep wanting to yell about 70 sacks to anybody that's listening. I'm stopping strangers on the street, interrupting dinner with my wife and kids to exclaim 70 sacks and how ridiculous that is. Is that going to come into play this week with Daniel Jones running around and some of the gimmickry that you're sure to see from Brian Dable and company? 
I think if the Giants don't spread out the Eagles and try to go a four or five wide, I think that really could come into play because the one thing I think that you've seen the Eagles have trouble with are quarterbacks that get the ball off their hand quickly. Those veteran guys who are just going to throw the slant and go one, two, throw get the ball off their hand slant and basically make that nullify that pass rush. So if the Giants plan on playing that, hey, we're going to go under center and we're going to try to throw the ball down the field and use a lot of play action, they better hope they get – get that ball out quickly because I, I, that last, I still remember that last game where you had uh, Hassan Reddick going against Evan Neal and Hassan Reddick was starting to t- like, act like he was taking his lunch a lot of times. So he, they better hope that uh, they, they have the, they used a quick passing game. If not, it's going to be a long day for Daniel Jones. Yeah. So let me kind of build on that a little bit. I'm, I'm curious, first of all, I mean, you've been covering this division. You've seen the giants a lot. What did you make of Daniel Jones game against the Vikings? He's just been a different guy this year. And then how you feel about him in this spot going up against this vaunted defense. Well, I think I, I look at the I look who they played last week. I mean, I think Daniel Jones put, went his looks elite years better than what he did. I think on, under Joe Judge, I think he actually has a competent head coach, offensive coordinator that'd be able to get the most out of his talents. That being said, the Vikings defense is just bad. Uh, it's it's just really bad, and and it makes you wonder how they were able to get the, the third seed after everything was said and done. But when I look at that, I still see that a team, a confident Daniel Jones, guy who's not turning the ball over, a guy who's showing his accuracy, and a guy who's running the ball very, very effectively. And I mentioned earlier about spreading the ball out. I'm worried about the Eagles having to go in that dime defense. Jones not breaking off an 89 yard run, but at least 10 or 12, picking up 10 or 12 yards, getting the first downs and keeping drives alive and keeping that defense on the field. Pick an Eagle on offense and Eagle on defense. That has a huge game. Well, I, I got to go to Boston Scott when it comes to – he just sees it. 10 of the 16 career Giants touchdowns. Yep, yep. 10 of the 10, 16 career touchdowns have come against that. And on defense, I'm going to go with uh, James Bradbury. I think that you look at the way he's done. He's going against his former team. He's going to be locked up against Isaiah Hodgins. I think he may get a pick there and, and put the Eagles in a good position to, to score a touchdown. Chris Franklin, Eagles beat. Check him out, nj.com at News. Thank you for the time. We appreciate you. Hey, thanks, guys. Y'all have a good one now. Thanks, be bye. good. Enjoy your playoff football. Must be nice. So there you go. Blitzing the NFC East on Grant and Danny. There's a new sport, and I use air quotes when I say that because I don't know if it's a new sport, that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I can't believe it's happening. I want to talk about that next on Grant and Danny right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So earlier in the show, about an hour ago, we realized in a commercial break, Ryan was extremely confident that he never misses NBA bets. And we decided just to start actually getting his bets before games begin to figure out whether or not (laughs) he was actually good at betting on the NBA. So he gave us his slate on the five games today. And the first of those games was halfway through. And he bet on... He had a live bet going. Live bet. It was a 17-point game. He took the Pistons, who are tanking to cover 16.5. First game in the books. Just ended. They lost by 22 points. I've never been so riveted by by two teams that are combined 32 and 59 in my life. That's what it does. That was the fun part. They lost by 18. They lost by 18. They hit a couple threes late. They hit a three late, and they didn't get the ball back. All right. You lost your first bet. Well, if they got the ball back, I would have won. 0 1. 0 1. Got four more tonight, man. I don't lose on the NBA. 0 1. Let's see what he happens. before the show ended. So I saw that uh, I've been seeing videos about yeah. this. I don't want to call it a sport, so I'm going to call it an activity. Okay. For years. It started out of Poland and Russia in like 1617. It just would go viral. Now this is a sport here in America that launched, and it's televised on TBS. It's called Power Slap. For short, it's called Slap. What do you know about it, Danny? Have you heard about this? So I saw one video one time uh, of a guy with a f- with a swollen face and possible brain damage uh, with chalk all over his face get hit once. And then I closed the window and have now muted anything related to that that has to do with it that comes across social media or otherwise. I want everyone to understand what I'm about to say very clearly. In fact... I'm so serious about this that I'm going to use my this is how you know I'm serious terminology. Oh, okay. Barack Obama style. What do I say? Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. My daughters go to Bidwell Room. Let me be clear. There are movies. Have you seen Don't Look Up yet on Netflix? No, I still haven't. I keep telling you to see it. You keep not seeing it. There are movies like Don't Look Up 
there are shows like White Lotus on HBO mm-hmm. that exist essentially to make fun of how stupid we have become as a society. That just kind of poke fun at how dumb we have become as a people. Mm-hmm. And I watch these programs. I watch this movie, Don't Look Up, and I go, I get the genius of this, but this could never really happen. Or it's bad now. People really are dumb, but it's not this dumb. This is a stretch. I watch White Lotus and I say, people aren't this into themselves. People aren't this ridiculous. The writing, some of the choices to poke fun at us, hyperbolic, right? Then Power Slap comes along. Then a company signs up with Dana White to nationally televise this endeavor. Mm -mm -mm. TBS, I believe, is the company with Dana White. And then people watch it. And I hope, you know, it gets no numbers, but enough people are watching it to talk about it. It's worthwhile, yeah. To acknowledge it. And to that I say, we've had enough time on this planet. Send in the aliens. It's over. This is the dumbest, stupidest thing that anyone is doing right now. What you do is, I'm going to explain this for people who have not seen Power Slap. Danny, help me out if I miss something. No, okay, sure, yeah. Two people stand at what is essentially a, a table without chairs. So picture a bar like a high top and take the chairs away. And you're just kind of standing there talking to someone hand on the table. There is a a little uh, like a, a, a like a, a stick or something that you hold on to at the table with with your off hand. And then with the hand that's stronger, say your right hand or whichever hand you would uh, do anything with. Your dominant hand, you're able to at a 90 degree angle, basically. Put your hand on the cheek of the person you're competing against in Power Slap. So you put your hand right on their cheek, and then you're able to basically go to like a ni- as far back as your body will let you go without moving away from the table. And then you create as much force and energy and inertia and, and power <laughs> as possible to slap the hell out of the person in front of you right in the face. Okay? And you just go back and forth until someone literally gets knocked out and falls over. That's the sport. That's the game. That's that's the activity. The slappy or the recipient can't move. No, they have to just stand there. You got to just it. stand there and be hit in the face. The clips of these people, mm-hmm. their faces look like someone has injected. Pounds and pounds of a liquid mm-hmm. into their cheeks. They are swollen. Swollen I mean, up a little Some bit. of these heads are the size of two faces. I mean, legitimately. Yeah. This one guy, do you remember the uh, boxing match years ago? This is a deep cut. Do you remember Haseem Rahman? No. But I, I'm wrong guy to ask. I, I'm pretty sure he's a Baltimore area guy or okay. a local guy. Haseem Rahman was in a bout one time where he got uh, took a shot to like the forehead. And he had the biggest, scariest bruising I've ever seen. It looked like a soda can was coming out of his head, is how I would describe it. Like the the, the bruise or the, or the Exactly. Yeah, and the that's protrusion. good, by the way, because otherwise that bruising goes in to your brain. But you want it to come away from your skull, right? So he had this soda can like shooting out of his head. That's just Tuesday in this sport. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's face is, they they look like they went 12 rounds, but they weren't allowed 
to swing. <laughs> and they weren't allowed to like move in the ring, which is actually kind of what's happening. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Now, I, I've seen a bunch of the reports and, and doctors that have come out. There's this neuroscientist named Chris Nowinski who says Dana White and TBS should be ashamed. I, I'm not here to like shame the sport from a head trauma standpoint, although I will tell you, we're cleaning up football. Every, every hit is now illegal. In all these sports, we're, we're going head trauma, head trauma, head trauma. And we've just created this thing where you the slap most is head trauma. Yeah. Stupid. Uh-huh. I think my bigger gripe is that it exists, that it's on TV, and this is in preparation for that anybody watches or enjoys or likes it. I can't wait to be at a party in like two years and some clown being like, you guys see what Bartman did in Power Slap last night? So I can immediately look at that person and go, that guy sucks so bad. That guy right there. Did I see that guy? He sucks. <laughs> I mean, th- this is this is not boxing. No. Which in and of itself right now, I would say as a sport, it's it's in a tough place, right? I mean, it, it, what we know about trauma in the head, and what you see some of these boxers and how they speak and talk and move when they're 60 and 70. It's not even UFC. Th- th- those are skills. Those are actual arts. I have a buddy who studies jujitsu, and 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 is it? There are martial artists. There are people who uh, have different techniques and styles and train. This is just two big fat guys slapping the you know what out of each other. It's the craziest thing, and it's just happening. And it's not. It's not losing momentum. You see what I'm saying? Like it's on the way up. We should we should be so ashamed. Why? We should because what is happening? It's filling the need because what the people that like it, right, are would look at us going, these guys are concerned about the health of the athletes. Soft losers. They want the toughness. They're not satisfied until somebody gets knocked the bleep out and and then they can go back to doing whatever they were doing. I mean, you know, I, I have a very unpopular stance on these sorts of things. To me, if injuries result as a, a corollary to your sport, that's an unfortunate element of the sport. Does that make sense? So you play hockey to try to put a puck in the net. You hit. A, you play baseball to try to hit the ball where fielders aren't. You play football to try to take the oblong uh, and advance it with the help of your teammates past a group of defenders to cross a certain point. The object of the sport isn't to brutalize somebody. It's an inevitable corollary where there's violence inherent in the sport. You don't get rid of those. When the nature of your sport is to inflict bodily harm on somebody else, not an not a a unfortunate result. Okay, think of football where someone gets tackled. But you're, so you would, you would get rid of boxing. Yeah, oh yeah, it needs to go. It should go immediately. It, it should go immediately. It's the it's the if I'm the czar of sports, I snap my fingers. The guy, that's a take. I know it is, and it's not popular. I've ushered, I've issued it before, and you've forgotten that I that I have this. No, I, you know what? I do remember this. We need because we've talked, and I think I had the same reaction. And then. it doesn't mean those guys aren't skilled. The the like as you mentioned in in, in MMA, the, these guys what they can do is incredible. They're incredible combatants. That's not the issue. The issue is in their skill. We shouldn't be. We shouldn't be putting each other in the hospital. We shouldn't be f- in, having, uh, you know, human gladiator style fighting where we're brutalizing people, choking them out, getting them to tap out. It, we should. We should stop doing this as a people. Human beings should not be doing this to each other. We've advanced so much further than that, in many cases. But yet here's this one. Here's here's slap fighting televised. To me, it's ine- it's inevitable. We're going to have stabbing next. We're just, you get a knife, you get arm length, arms length away. We do the Michael Jackson video where you tie the wrists up of the, of the two guys. And you have a choreographed dance where we just stab. This is called Power Stab. And it's going to, Dana White's going to sponsor that too. It'll be on TNT. 
<laughs> like we're we're a, we're a step away from that. Is it's a counter to people like me that are like, oh, you're so soft. It's so soft. P- please stop brutalizing you're other soft, human beings. Bro. Yeah, please stop. So I don't go as far as you on getting rid of boxing. I would tell you my kid ain't boxing. I I do think that it is dumb at this point to uh, knowingly opt in to that head trauma. I mean, we just we we have too much information. It's a bad decision. I wouldn't want my kid to fight UFC or make you know mixed martial arts or anything like that. Agreed. I'm not going to stop those sports if I'm the the czar of sports, so to speak. That there is enough skill. That there is that, that there is an actual beauty's the wrong word, but there there is a game to it. Of that, course that, there is. Of course there is. Not in this stupid thing. No. This is just two people slapping each other in the what face. What you want to do is use your palm, not your fingers. I, I have been at parties before, or like around dumb drunk people. Where they they just like slap box or whatever, but then you you know you just slap until someone falls. Like that's what this is. Let's slap until someone falls over and see who, who who caves first. But you watch these videos; it's so egregious the way these people just tumble to the ground with their eyes in the back of their head. I mean, you could watch ten UFC fights in a night, and you mm-hmm. might not see a knockout. You probably will, but it, it is possible. In other words, that like. All the fights go the distance, and no one is resuscitated in the ring, or for moments right. is not alive. Like in this thing, it ends when someone can't stand up. Cool. And by the way, some of these guys might be athletes. Some of them ain't. <laughs> okay, I, I've seen some of these videos. They look like me. Some of these guys. They just walk out there and they just slap people and get slapped. It's so stupid. I guess Dana White's going to make money, and so that's all he cares about. But shame on us. I, yeah, so Chris in Hyattsville just said, I agree with you, but how is the NFL any better than power slap? I, mean, I, I think that's such a terrible question. I mean, the, I tried the, to give my explanation. Yeah, the, There is a, a athleticism and, and competitiveness and imposition of will and a live chess match to like every play is choreographed and all these amazing it, things happen. Too many words. Here, here, here it is. Ready? In power slap, the point is to... Knock the other person out by slapping them in the face. In football, the point is not to knock anyone out by slapping anyone in the face. That's the difference. I mean, there, it's a high injury rate sport. I fully understand that. So is gymnastics. I'm not here to ban gymnastics. You know what I mean? Like cheerleading. There's tons of injuries. But the point isn't to injure somebody. The point is to form a cool little pyramid. The point is to, you know, toss up a 100-pound girl up in the air and have her flip a bunch of times and do a bunch of uh, cool lifts and stands. Right? That's not the point of the sport. What's the point of power slap? What's the point? To knock someone out. To knock someone out. By the way, not allowed in any other form of sport. I, I guess they have the stupid like bare knuckle boxing thing or whatever. But like, no glove, just your hand mm-hmm. straight to the face of a human being. That's the point. Just to just to slap them and, and hope they fall over and and have to be revived by the people around them. That's the goal. Like that's for a time where like I offended you in a card game and we have to go outside in the town square and shoot each other. Like, that's where that belongs. That's the time where that would be appropriate. <laughs> Bridgerton, where yeah. it's like, I saw you in, in the field uh, trying to, like... Uh, you attempted to, to besmooch Lady Mary. <laughs> you, you flirted with my sister. I challenge you to a duel, and one of you is going to shoot the other on a How horse. How about power slap instead? Agreed. <laughs> the next day, I, I just, I can't anymore. I see these things, and I go, it's over. Yeah. We have lost our way. It it is done. There's no coming back.
Uh, the numbers were sent to me here by a listener. Bobby, thank you. 295,000 people watched Power Slap. Hmm. Now, it's a really small rating. It's a really small number. But almost 300,000 people apparently watched Power Slap. That's, that's so many. 300,000 people I don't have that much in common with. <laughs> I mean, that is so many. And that, please, never, in a restaurant, in a bar when I'm sitting in there, I don't want to see it on, like, the seventh screen from the left. I will have that... Turn, turn that channel to uh, some comedy from when I was eight. I don't care. The the dinosaur family from TGIF. Good pull in the dinosaur family. Thank, thank you. Dad's name was Earl. Anything else? Have you guys seen this? Do, do you actually think this will be around in like a few months? Should we worry about this catching on? Or is this just going to die very quickly? 800-636-1067 is the number. We're Grant and Danny on the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The next time there's a movie or a TV show making fun of society now for just how ridiculous we are, they've got to have a scene where someone's sitting at home chuckling like The Simpsons is on, except it's Power Slap. Instead of your favorite sitcom when, when you were growing up laughing, someone's just going, <laughs> and then the, the, the camera pans and Power Slap is on. The dumbest thing I don't even know what to call it. It's not a sport. Anyone who tells you it's a sport is wrong. If you just pluck a guy who looks like me out of a bar and say, go compete at the highest level, it ain't a sport, I can assure you. Darius just showed me a, a clip that, that was making the rounds of two females doing it. And this woman gets knocked out cold, tries to stand up. <laughs> she literally head first falls forward and does like a roll and ends up sitting up and tries to stand up, not knowing where she is, and then falls back down. And this whole time, three people are watching her. No one helps her. I like. I guess they're making sure she lost. I don't really know. I hope this thing is gone in three hours. But I bet you in two years, they're going to be selling out arenas, and <laughs> you know someone's going to be the power slap tour. Someone's going to walk into the studio being like, "Hey, would you guys mind having a?" Uh, Timmy Spielman on. He's uh, the number two contender in Power Slap. And I'm going to say, Timmy Spielman can kiss my butt. It ain't happening. He can Power Slap my tuchus is what he can do. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> hey, Grant, they want you to do play-by-play. 
I love power slap. No, I'm just kidding. But what's the what's the dollar amount? There's none. I will not be a part of what. It, no, I'm telling you, millions right now, of dollars for your children. Not happening for the future of the Pulsons. You, you know what your kids care about more? Huh? What what you do? What you do? My daddy did whatever he had to to earn money for us. Nope. Nope. Can't oh. do it. Can't have it. Can't coach with them. Can't win with them. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Let's go to Jack in Maryland. Hey, Jack, how are you? Hey, guys. I uh, love the show. Thanks, Thanks for buddy. taking my call. This is um, this is very depressing, uh, but I just wanted to put something on your radar. This, there's this thing called X-Arm, X-A-R-M. It is MMA fighting across the tabletop. Uh, you got to look it up. It, it's it's just as insane. I thought that was the most insane thing. You can't you punch, you kick, you try to you can try to submit the other guy, but you got to stay directly across the tabletop from them. Look it up. I mean, I think Dana probably saw that and figured, well, uh, I got to I got to push the envelope even further and, and and come up with something even even crazier. I mean, Look that's that wacky, but it, but at least again, and, and I'm not advocating for that, but. At least in that There's case, some defending yourself. There's some defending yourself, and there's some skill. What is the skill in the slap boxing match? It's not even a match. It, the, the, you go Take turns, yeah. Oh, damn. You got the coin toss. You hit me first. I'll, I'm not the same again for the rest of the game. I'm not like you hit me once. It'd be funny if you like had to answer trivia questions for how much, then you get how many slaps based on how many you got right. Steve in Chesapeake Beach. What's up? Hey, guys. What's happening? What's up, dude? Love your show. Y'all definitely entertain me uh, on my way home every day. Appreciate Thank you, bro. Y'all are around my age, so y'all might remember this movie. Do you remember this movie, Idiocracy? Yes. Uh, with Wilson? Yeah. I can't remember his first thing. I don't remember That's that. Exactly. It's all, it's, um... I can see us going that way as a society because people are doing so much stupid stuff just to get a like or go viral or totally. TikTok or whatever. No, Danny was joking. You, 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 it's what a call. Good call. Danny was joking about this a minute ago when you said, like, the stab match yeah. or whatever. Like, th- there are movies or shows where someone televises something terrible or whatever. Yeah, well, the and, Running and Man, the, we're not far from it. And, and and people just all log on to watch it, and they, they're counting their likes and their impressions. 1,000%. I mean, I, I don't mean to get really graphic or, or glib, but, like, people have on Facebook Live taken people's lives, you know? And, and that, hit, like, video game style. I mean, this, these terrible things are already happening. It's not like far fetched from a movie twenty years ago. Crap like this has happened already. Yeah, Idiocracy with Luke Wilson, two thousand six, was oddly prophetic. The, the, it just never stops amazing me what people are capable of consuming. It's nuts. Grant and Danny here on the fan. Let's go to Andre in Manassas. What's up, Dre? Hey, gentlemen. Yeah, the whole concept of a power slap is stupid. I mean, who's going to stand and watch a grown man slap another grown man on a Saturday night? Yeah, I've watched a grown man slap another grown man on a Saturday <laughs> night. It's actually pretty fun. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's like um, Charlie Murphy said, back in the day yep. when you were a gentleman, you take the gloves up and you slap, pop, pop, like a duel. I mean, slapping has been around since the beginning of time. And uh, somebody just took it to the next level. It isn't. Uh, the, the funny thing about it is, what gets to me is like you start pulling for your country or your team and stuff like that. You get these big guys from like you know Norway against these big Samoans, and you're like, okay, let's let's see who's gonna win. It's actually fairly entertaining. Great uh, top ten all time Chappelle show reference right there. So that was a r- direct pull for Rick James, who was like, I've never done that. Yeah, I did that <laughs> within, within five seconds. <laughs> that popped me. I'm sorry. That makes one of us, man. I just can't. 
I, I, it's, and I'm not saying this lightly. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen televised. I mean, there's a lot of dumb things, right? But to sign up for that, like, how does that pitch go from Dana White? I know for Dana White, you just make money, yeah, he right? Care. But it, it, a network. I mean, you got, uh, Grant, it's all fit out of the same trough. You got a show where one guy walks in the room and the other lady walks in the room and they have to decide if they're going to get married or not. You know, like, I it, it's all feed out of the same trough. It's all stupid. Yeah. I understand. But this just feels, you're right. I mean, it, it, by those standards, I mean, what the Kardashians are billionaires. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, based on a sex tape, essentially, Kim Kardashian became a rock star. Yeah. So what, what are we talking about? What are we really doing? That's, that's a great point. What are we point. really doing? You know what? Nothing matters. Thank you, Danny. You're welcome. Nothing matters. We've been dumb for a long time. This isn't new. This is still really, really bad, though. Mm-hmm. This one for me on in the sports lane, this one takes the cake. Grant and Danny on the fan with you until 6.30 this evening. Caps are back in action, which means we got a power play coming your way before we get out of here. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 